Good morning, Bokar Tov. It should be a good morning for Kla Yisro. We should have besoros tovos. Our hostages should be brought home. Our soldiers should return to their families. We should mark a sweeping victory for Kla Yisrael. We continue our 10 minutes of meeting. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. And we continue to look for a series sponsor for this year. We are on the 25th parak of Mesir Sasharim. The Ramcha, we're finishing up the 25th parak today. And that is the parak on Derech Kenia Sayir, how to acquire the Midah, the character trait of awe. We translate the word Yira not as fear. It shouldn't be a debilitating, gripping fear, although there's nothing wrong with a little healthy dose of fear to realize that our actions have consequences, that we are accountable for them. We should recognize that we answer to a higher authority, but also Yira from a sense of awe. There is someone and something so much bigger than ourselves. We're a little cog in a big wheel. There's so much more going on. And to have the mindfulness and the consciousness to live with that all the time. And the derech of Kniyas Ayira, how do we acquire? How can we live and go through our lives not seeking happiness but holiness, not looking to indulge the next pleasure, but to realize there's a bigger picture and what is our purpose, what is our mission in it, requires what we saw last time, what the Ramchal calls, Hasmadas his bonunus vestaklas hagadol, to be a masmid, but not a masmid in the classic sense of the way we think of the word masmid. The word masmid means to be diligent, to be consistent, to be constant. And we think of the masmid in the form and arena of Talmud Torah. Certainly, that is a an aspect of being a masmid. But to be a masmid also means to be a masmid in yira shemayim. Not that you have yira when you're in shul or when you're learning, but when you're at work or in the marketplace or the mall then you don't have yira, you don't have a knowledge and an awe of Hashem, but to be a masmid, to be constantly thinking and focusing and mindful. So if mindfulness is the answer, if consciousness, conscientiousness, thinking about the bigger picture of the Ribbonu Shalom, our place in His world, is how we live the most purposeful, mission-driven life, then what is the opposite? What is the antithesis? What is the obstacle or impediment? The opposite and the antithesis is the opposite of being a masmid. If we allow ourselves to be distracted, if we are fragmented, if we are divided, then a person can't live with a sense of awe. You can go through your day and you're so focused on scrolling or keeping up or watching, or following, or debating, or arguing, or buying, or enjoying. We're so distracted by all the other things. You wake up at the end of the day and you go, Taka, I forgot this Hashem. I forgot I was going to live this day different than all the others. I forgot I'm here for a purpose and a mission. I forgot I'm capable of discipline and sovereignty over myself. The obstacle, the impediment to a life of Yira, to the most purposeful life we could have, is Hesachadas is disruption, interruption, is distraction. And never, never in history have we lived in a time in which that challenge was greater than right now. The gift of technology, which gives a lot of freedom and opportunity and gift, is also a tremendous challenge, a challenge of living a life of hesachadas, of absent presence, a life of multitasking, so we're not really focused, a life of the opposite of essentialism, but being divided across so many platforms and focuses simultaneously. It's the Mafsin Hagadol. It is the greatest, the greatest uh, distraction. And it doesn't matter whether it's Machmas Trados. Maybe a person says, I'm overwhelmed by obligation 
I'm anxious, I'm worried, and it's all reasonable. Or Baratzon, or maybe willfully, they are watching, or they are distracted, or they are indulging. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the cause or the reason. The result is the same. And the result is that if we're not focused and fixated, if we're not very much connected to the bigger picture, to Hashem's presence, to what's our role, to what does He want me to do, to what will give Him nachas ruach, to what am I meant to be doing in this moment, that we easily could find ourselves making the wrong choices, having judgment which is clouded, sabotaging our own success, wasting and squandering time, doing irreparable damage. The answer is to be a masmid, to constantly feel His presence, to constantly know that we are answerable and accountable to Him, to constantly feel His encouragement, His support, and His love, to know He's always by our side and looking over our shoulder. And the moment we allow a hesachadas, which is exactly the pernicious methodology of the Yetzirah, the whole way of the Yetzirah is to say, to get us distracted. The moment we have pizur hadas, the moment hesachadas, the moment we are distracted, unfocused, Yetzirah's got us. That's true if we indulge in eating the wrong things late at night that we promised we wouldn't eat at the wrong time, the wrong quantity, the wrong food. That's true if we're going to say the things we promised we wouldn't say, look at the things we promised we wouldn't look at. How does the Yetzirah work? By distracting us, by tiring us, by making us anxious. And then when we are unfocused and we forget what matters, when we lose our compass and our way, then the Yetzirah has us in its claws. Hesach is, is the kryptonite of a person who's trying to live the most meaningful, purposeful life. And this is why Hashem commands the king. The king has to have a Sefer Torah, two Sefer Torah. Why? So that the king can constantly turn to it, look at it, be lifted by it. So he will learn. So what do you mean? The king is a graduate of yeshiva. The king undoubtedly was one of the mitzuyanim. To rise to the level, to be appointed, to be elected a king of Israel, he must be outstanding in the yeshiva, outstanding in sheer. So certainly he's learned Torah, certainly he's acquired yira. Why would the Pasuk say, Laman yilmad liyira? So that the king will learn to live with awe, with fear, with awareness of Hashem. It must be, Yira is not nil medes, Yira is not ever fully acquired. You can never put a check mark, you never say I'm done, you're never finished, you never get a degree, it's never complete. It's minakriya bilti nifsekas. The king walks around with a Torah because we know that power corrupts absolute power, corrupts absolutely, and the king who tastes that power needs to constantly review, constantly recalibrate, constantly return to the moral clarity that only Torah can provide. It's not something natural. It's not something you intuit. It's not something that's acquired through osmosis or by accident. The king has to study. Now you'd say you study lamdus and chakiras and halacha. Yira? Yira is for the people who can't learn. When I was in yeshiva, having good midos and growing in Yerushalayim, that was for the people who couldn't learn well. If you were smart, you learned well. Lamdas and halacha, you were in the top shir. And the guy with the orchas sadikim and the shari tshuva, the guy walking around preaching midos in Yerushalayim, he didn't have such a good cup. That guy, everyone knew you couldn't. You don't learn well, so you had good midos. If you could learn well, you didn't. Fo- the Ramchal is telling us the opposite. 
Laman Yilmad Yira is a limud. You have to learn it. You have to dissect it. You have to analyze it. There should be chaburas and chakiras. The king Laman Yilmad. You don't just pick it up. It doesn't happen by accident. It's not that if you learn Gemara Ashi Teisvis, then you're also going to have tremendous Yira Shemaim. Laman Yilmad. You have to dive into it. You have to learn it. It's not something Museges Beteva. It's Rechoka because of the Gashmis Achushim. Because our body, the guf that houses our soul, is reinforcing constantly the opposite of Yira. Don't listen to your moral compass. Don't listen to the neshama. The guf craves. The guf longs for. The guf has a drive and temptation. So how do you learn? You need hasmada. person has to be a masmid in lamad yilmad liyira. You have to be a masmid not only in learning lamdus and halacha v'chula. You have to be masmid in the sugya of yira Hashem, of yira shemaim. Says that when you're going to sleep, when you're waking up, when you're on the road, when you're home, you're constantly learning, thinking about, talking about, engaging others on the topic of Yira Shemayim, Yira. Do you see Hashem? Do you hear Hashem? Do you feel Hashem? Do you hear Hashem talking to you? Do you talk to Him? Do you see Him in your world? It's a sugya. It's a sugya. That Hashem is found every, Did you hear that rustle of the trees? That was Hashem. Did you hear that story? That was seemingly was a coincidence, a random? That was Hashem. Do you know that this incredible detail in physics or chemistry, that's Hashem. You have to hear this unbelievable vort from the parsha. It's all Hashem. Everywhere you look and everywhere you see, you see that bird, you see that puddle, that traffic, the delayed flight, it's all Hashem. And if you're a masmid in seeing Hashem everywhere, if you're a masmid in Yiras Hashem, Yiras Shemaim, Huma Shahaya David Avelach Mispala Vomer, Horeni Hashem Darkecha, Ahalech Baamitecha, Yachid Levavili Yiras Shemecha. Pasuk Til Pevav, I don't think anyone made it into a song yet. Still plenty of Sukkim and Telem. Horeni Hashem Darkecha, maybe the first words, Horeni Hashem, teach me Hashem your way. So I can walk in your truth, Ba'amitecha, Yachid Levavi, unite my heart, Liyira Shemecha, so I can live with an awe and an awareness constantly of your presence in my life. That is the Derech Kniyas Ayira. Says the Ramchal, the way to acquire Yira is to be a Masmid and to equally be focused on eliminating the impediment. What's the biggest impediment? Distraction. Don't give in to distraction. Don't allow ourselves to be unfocused, to be distracted, because that is the biggest impediment to living this most meaningful life of year. And with that, we complete the 25th parak. We are in the home stretch. Next week, we begin the 26th parak, Be'er Midas HaKedusha. We're up to the next Midah in the formula of Rapinchas Ben Yair, the Midah of Kedusha, of holiness. We don't live for happiness, we live for holiness. 15 minutes, 8.45, living with Emuna. Should be a good day for Am Yisrael.